feel after a couple of glass of bubbles? You're confident, you're self-assured, and you're ready to take on the world? Imagine if you had the strength and awareness to do that when the buzz wears off. I'm Heidi Anderson, author, former radio host, and CEO of my own company, and this podcast is about building your confidence by stepping outside your comfort zone. Welcome to Champagne Confidence. How's it going? I thought you might wear your red bikini. I was going to, but then I was like, nah, sunflowers today. Oh, so Ashley Wright, everyone, uh, she's sitting there with a bunch of beautiful sunflowers behind her, sunflower earrings, a beautiful yellow um, cardigan and a yellow headpiece. Here she is. Hello, hello. What do sunflowers mean to you, Ash? Sunflowers means to me bold, brave and just standing tall in your own strength. That's 100% what it means to me. <laughs> oh, that, I'm going to cry. I'm feeling quite emotional today as it is. And that is so beautiful. And I'm absolutely honored to have you on the podcast because I feel that is exactly what you embody today. Um, for those who don't know, Ash will give you all her details throughout the podcast. But you came to me how many years ago? Was it seven or eight? I was trying to work it out and I think it. I think it's seven going on eight. Yeah, yeah. And you came to one of mine and Tracy Spencer's first workshops. Mm, Yeah, so I went to Tracy Spencer's workshop. I think it was at Yab Young Yoga. And, yeah, it was on my first ever spiritual kind of yoga experience. And, yeah, it just blew my mind and kind of exploded from there. Um, And I just remember shaking. I walked in and I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? I actually remember you leaving that day. So Tracy and I, this was like really new for me as well, stepping outside my comfort zone and running running workshops. I was a radio host. And then, you know, I started speaking about my anxiety and was getting so many people, like so much feedback that for me to, to run a workshop. So it was a huge step for me too. So I was scared shitless, but I still remember you leaving the workshop and you were going to the UK to live. And you were talking about how you were leaving a shitty relationship. You were really unhappy. You had a lot of self-loathing, hate going on, you know, around and all these feelings around yourself of your self-worth. And then I think you were in the UK for like 12 months. Yeah, I was about 18 months. And then I came back and, yeah, I was, I basically hit rock bottom. (laughs) Yeah, so... Um, over there, I felt like I was the life of the party. I had to be the life of the party. Um, I felt like I had to make up for my years between like 18 to about 23. I was really unwell in year 12 and got just stress and burnout um, and an autoimmune kind of response to my, my, my daily life. It was like my body just broke, broke down. Um, but behind, behind closed doors, after being social, I would have to rest for days. And But... I was hiding behind this mask of like, I need to have this perfect life. <laughs> and so I ran away from the UK to the UK, basically like reflecting on it now. Um, I wanted this perfect life and I was in for a shock when I came home because I was bouncing between man to man um, in the UK. And now I can say that and not feel shame. <laughs> but um, yeah, sleeping around because I was just codependent on my parents back home. And I was like, I need to get away from this life. Um 
And just this mentality of I need to get a guy, I need to get this house, I need to get a car, you know, have this perfect life without anyone else around me and, yeah, create my own life. Uh, I was desperate to prove my, to my parents that I could do this myself. Um, but, yeah, I didn't value my worth. I had no respect. I opened myself up to abuse and a lot of trauma. And, yeah, I was at my lowest. I was drinking always trying to be a fixer to fix men and just fell into a narcissist lap. Narciss- narcissist? Narcissist. Narcissist. <laughs> a narcissist lap. Yeah. So you, so you yeah. fell into a toxic relationship and mm. can you tell us a little bit about that, what unfolded for you and then how you have, I guess, yeah. had an incredible breakthrough since then? Yeah. So, um, I fell in, I fell in love. We met in <laughs> we met at the London Bridge and I was I had my my life set up for me. I was going to a job um, in the UK as a FIFO carer, um, looking after um, people with special needs. And I actually gave it up because I fell in love. So I yeah, ended up six months later moving into this house with this guy, with his family, um, and then just noticed um yeah a lot of abuse happening and I wasn't myself I was uh drinking like no tomorrow I was just not not who I was back home but I was raging like I was angry I was raging and I felt like now I can see that I was yeah like just opening myself up to (laughs) um yeah narcissistic relationships so what what kind of abuse was he he doing? Yeah, so um, physical, um, mental, um, quite a lot of um, you know. Oh, what are you talking about? Like you know, this is this is not this is not um, this is not what you're meant to be doing. Like you know, keep this job, or you don't deserve to travel. You have to travel with me. I can't go anywhere without me. Um, a lot of I had to provide for him. I was quite naive in a way and I um he actually financially uh abused me so I was working two jobs (laughs) and so I he was uh again I found out he was a gambler and so he ended up basically financially (laughs) wiped out my whole credit card Mm. and all of my savings and I remember sitting in a village I was in a village so I was like five kilometers away from any town (laughs) um and there was some beautiful moments but in that moment I literally I just had to cry for help and I knew that there was something more for me out there that I literally it was his mum was doing night shift I was like right bawling my eyes out cried to my, my parents my parents had no idea they thought I had the perfect life putting everything on Instagram. Um, yeah, and then within that 24 hours, I packed my bag, left my whole life in the UK, uh, packed one bag in less than an hour because I knew that his mum was going to wake up and I left. Um, and, yeah, basically had to pay for, had to ask my parents to pay for train ride, came home and, yeah, I don't remember the next two months I was in a mental health uh, ward and all I was told was all I could do was uh, couldn't even speak a sentence and I basically had to paint <laughs> for days and that was my therapy. So 
Wow. Yeah. Come such a long way. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm. And painting is such a therapeutic mm-hmm. way. So th- did that help you shed so much of what was going on and help you start to communicate all the feelings and, and the trauma that you'd been through? Yeah, 100%. It was like such a relief to just be able to feel into my body again and embody and allow it to express like the rage, the anger, the sadness. Um, it was a real therapeutic process for me to just comprehend. And I think I was at the lowest of the lowest where I basically was, um, I couldn't speak. I didn't know who I was. Um, I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I was just this person that I couldn't even recognise. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just speaking about it now, like I don't even know that person. And, um, yeah, I just guess like, you know, when you're within your 18 to your 20s and when you lose that and you really feel like, oh, that's such a pivotal moment in your life, it is so not true. But like you just crave that partying stage and I guess that's where I was at 23 to 25 year old. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And you have been unraveling ever since, you know, and you've now created your own movement, rock what you got, you do your own coaching, you empower yeah. other women to step into their power, to use their voice, which has been a massive Ooh. thing for you. And I think this is what a lot of people, I think when they think of confidence when it comes to me, because I do a lot of the stuff around our bodies and everything, yeah. um, that's been a lo- my story but everyone has a different story in how we build our confidence. And so yours was to be able to confidently use your voice and mm-hmm. speak up and take your power back. Can you let us know how you've gone about doing that to build your champagne confidence to stand here today to tell yeah. us your story? Yeah. No worries. So basically <laughs> when I came back from the UK, the universe stripped me dry, 100%. I It was um, literally just me, my thoughts, my feelings. I had a job when I came back, eventually got a job, but I ended up getting injured. I ended up burning myself out. I was completely distracted with another guy <laughs> and uh, ended up surrendering. He broke it off with me. We had a pretty narcissistic thing. And like you say, you just attract and attract and attract all this toxic stuff. And so that was the last relationship I ever had um, before my, pre- my, pre- pre- my, what do you call it? Current. Current. <laughs> classic me um anyway um so I literally said to myself and it came to me I said stop searching and just start surrendering because that's all you're going to be able to do um to connect with yourself that's all you can do and so I yeah I came onto your self-love course and stripped off the layers and I basically rebuilt myself Um, I just went to events. I embraced myself in exposure therapy because I knew that that would break through barriers. And breaking through those barriers, I even every event, every event I went to, I was reflective on this actually, I was a different body type. (laughs) I was in a different mindset, different path. Um, But I just got so much out of them. And, like, I began to feel safe in my body and safe in my own thoughts through connecting with other women and understanding that that they are actually in a similar position as, as, you know, it's such a small world and we all go through similar circumstances. Yeah. And it's not shared enough. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think it's that power of vulnerability, which we talk about. But I love that you mentioned that you did the exposure therapy because that's massively how I teach people. And it won't always work for everyone. It's not for everyone. If you don't want to get in your bikini and you walk through a shopping center, you don't have to do that. You don't have to come to a beach, but there's different ways that you can expose yourself. So you started to use your voice as well through Mm. not only did you go to events and many of mine and done all my programs and she's just fucking amazing. I have so much love for you, Ash, but you started showing up on social media and actually singing. You started Mm -hmm. taking off your clothes physically because that was something that worked for you to start to love and accept your body. But there was one video that you shared of you singing on social media and for someone who had lost their voice, had lost, you know, the power to stand up for themselves, that for me was a really special moment to see you do that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I really feel like the power of sound is such a healing component for me, um, especially as a singer when I was in my childhood and I'm unlocking that childhood play and love again. And so being able to do that again, that was so, I remember that actually I was like covered in sweat. I was in such an emotional state, but it was something above me. It was just a high power that was just like, no, like that's you and yeah, it's actually something that's in the works of like empowering or getting women to empower themselves actually um, to just be able to use their voice and stand up in their jobs, stand up in with, for themselves, um, you know, um, break the silence. <laughs> like, you know, um, how they say it is like, what do they say? They say like just, um, you know, break, break, the, break the bias of like being not being able to speak up for these topics. Mm of abuse you know like it's just beyond me sometimes that we just feel so much shame and that having to even talk on this podcast now and being able to talk on this podcast now about this is just yeah it's um incredible so yeah I love I like I said I just love you and I love that you're you know you're out there empowering women and getting them to build their champagne confidence through using their voices and I think like I said it's such an important conversation to have on this podcast so for someone who is sitting there listening now and they don't know how to break the silence what would you mm. suggest that they do to start to build that confidence within themselves to use their voice surrender to yourself and connect with yourself and be in the stillness and now I know that's not for everyone and it's like this it's being you know exposure therapy can be can be quiet and you can hear the race in your voice like the race in your head and racing thoughts but truly just sitting with yourself but actually listening but saying yes to yourself and the little niggles because if I didn't say say yes to an event or say yes to a coach or say yes to therapy or say yes to all these different things and believe it and and know that I can achieve these things, it would not be possible. And it's not confidence, like as in, you know, like you say, Heidi, like confidence can mean so many different things, but I was reflecting on it. Like even rock what you got at the moment, like I'm expanding more into owning my worth. Like rock what you got used to be fake, fake it what you make it. Mm. But now believe living in yourself and achieving it and owning your worth can have so much more power so you can walk throughout that door and be like no I'm me and that is totally okay Mm. (laughs) yeah and I think you know the healing work that I've been doing at the moment so much stuff has been coming up about our worth and me even like I have this podcast I Mm. teach women I empower women in all the movements and crazy things that I've done 
but I still have that little girl that I'm working through fear of rejection, not feeling worthy of the achievements that I have. And so it takes, it does take continuous work and sitting Mm -hmm. in silence is a, is a really um, tough thing to do for a lot of people. And that's why a lot of people don't stop (laughs) and sit in their thoughts because that's when you hear the shit that's going on in there and you know, you can't avoid yourself anymore. So how would, how, if someone was going to be like, okay, Ash, I hear you. I'm going to sit in my thoughts. How do they push through and like, how do they accept these thoughts? Like what do they do next? Mm, So surrendering and deeply, like I would highly recommend create a safe space for yourself. Create a safe space, go to your happy place, go to, and it sounds cliche, but go to the beach or go to nature. And it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It can be literally 30 seconds. And you literally hand on your heart, and I love this, like I just rub my heart and like just rub it in circles. Deeply breathe and take 10 deep breaths and then just ask myself, why is today important to me? And that's that's just how I connect with myself. <laughs> and that's how you found your voice. That's how yeah. you found your new lover. That's how you found your champagne confidence. And mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on here because no matter what you keep showing up. And I, I want to talk to you about, I had an event recently and we were on national TV. <laughs> and like I said, Ash doesn't miss a beat with, with anything that I do. And she fully supports me and she, you're part of my sisterhood. And for that, I'm for eternally grateful because I sometimes need my sisterhood too, you know, um, my cheerleaders. Yeah. And so you were there, you're in your bikini. We're on national TV, Studio 10. We're crossing live. And I've just talked to them about body confidence and all you women are behind me. And then we ran to do a shed your shit swim right at the end. And as we were running, what happened, Ash, on national TV? Well, I stacked it. <laughs> <laughs> my legs went numb and I stacked it. Because we were running through sand and the sand got quite deep and we were just about to run into the ocean and Ash fell down. She was wearing a beautiful red bikini and I've turned around and seen it happen. I've run over to her. I've picked her up. We've got up together. We've cheered like, yes, because the cameraman's watching us. And then the ladies who were actually commentating, well, because, you know, they were watching us, they were like, yes, go, girl. And I had so many people comment comment on my page about how you were their spirit animal. But to me, that was embodying champagne confidence because you got up, you laughed it off, we got on my socials, we had fun with it. And did you feel embarrassed? No. And I, yeah, I had that moment, that split second, and I was just like, oh no, I've done it again. Like, and then I was like, right, you're on live TV, stand it up and let's just go for it. <laughs> it was so good. And I think that what was so funny is when she got up, her swimmer strap had yeah. fallen off as well. And so what could have happened is your whole boob could have fallen out. Yeah, yeah which, classic. Oh my God, that would have been so, like, it would have been so funny. And, yeah. and this is what I love about you. And we laughed about it. And then you laughed it off and you're like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend, <laughs> he's going to be like classic Ash, like all that, that stuff happens to you all the time. And I yeah. feel like people get embarrassed. They get shameful about that. And mm-hmm. some people might actually, if they fell over on national TV, Yeah. what I loved about that is you fully embodied your champagne confidence. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, definitely. And like to anyone out there, honestly, like I was not like this like five years ago. <laughs> like I would have literally um, ruminated on it for days, like for weeks and weeks and would have made myself sick. Um, but I know who I am now and I've worked through those um, beliefs and the, you know, the traumas and things that I've been through to be like, no, I know who I am. And that mentality of here I, here I go again and, um, oh, no, she did it again. <laughs> I was like, of course I did it again. You know, like that's me and I'm clumsy. Celebrate it. Yeah. And I just rock what I got, you know, like I'm owning it because that's my story. (laughs) I love it, girl. Exactly. And made for such a fun day. And, you know, it was never at your expense, obviously, but it was just us embracing it all for you and, you know, and laughing it off. And I think sometimes that's what we've got to do. And we have this vicious cycle of beating ourselves up and so much of it comes from these limiting beliefs around our worth. Mm, Yeah. So Ash today, she wears a red bikini. She coaches her own um, own clients. She's got her own community, Rock What You Got. She's teaching people about their self-worth. Before we wrap it up, I would love for you to let others know how they can start to um, to believe in themselves, how they can start mm. to accept themselves and honour the worth. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um something that's really just coming to mind is there's joy in falling down like please do not be embarrassed about falling down because you're going to fall down like 20 times more than like rising up but rising up afterwards after your fall is like even better like you will feel you'll look back and you'll just be like did I do that did I go to that event did I choose to do that coach did I choose to wear you know a yellow headband or um do a photo shoot or look at myself in the mirror for like 30 seconds and be like, fuck yes, like you're amazing. Um, (laughs) You know, just truly uh, identify, I suppose, your gifts and your passions and your true talents. Because like you said, I sang on Instagram, but that was in the past and now I'm bringing all of that back and I'm bringing back that play and that pleasure and that fun and that's what I'm doing for the women that I support. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, so good. Okay. So what would be a confidence challenge that you would set for these women to embrace their voice, to use Mm. their voice, to embrace the joy in falling down? What, you know, have you got a challenge for them for this week's podcast for them to walk away and actually do a confidence challenge? Okay. Oh, good question. Uh, Something that I'm just going to go with the intuitive. So Film yourself or just dance in the mirror, fully embodying you, staring at yourself right in the mirror with your favourite song on and sing as loud as you can. doesn't have to be. <laughs> I love it. What, okay, so what song does Ash sing? Um, oh, let me think. Um, that, at the moment it's the song you got to be. you, you got to be brave. you got to be. you got to be wiser. Yeah, that one at the moment, yeah. I'm a classic 90s gal, like I'm just, I just love 90s, like yes. can't, can't get into the, um, <laughs> the yeah, recent, except recent the latest dance. song that I love is, um, you know, that big, bold energy, what's, and it's got, oh, the energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I one, that Zumba, oh, so oh, good, so good. <laughs> And this is the thing, right? This is what I love about you. It doesn't matter what size Ash is at or where she's at now in her relationship or whatever. She, You put yourself first. 
and you accept yourself and you put yourself out of your comfort zone, like by going to Zumba, by going to these events, by, Mm -hmm. you know, coming on national TV and that's how you've kept growing. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, Every single event that I've been to, I have grown so, so differently, but so much more and just expanded into my own little business and community now. Like, I just truly feel like um, I always feel like a new woman. I always feel like I'm cloud nine after like a couple of weeks and I'm like, yeah, I did that. Yes, <laughs> you did. You did. I'm going to chuck the link up to our national TV appearance on Studio 10. Uh, there's 10 minutes of awesomeness with us talking about body confidence, this podcast, uh, my mission, and then the awesome Ash, who has become everyone's ultimate spirit animal um, <laughs> right at the end. So you can go cheer her on. So I'll chuck that in show notes. Ash, I'll also uh, drop in your Instagram. So what is your Instagram for people to start? So my Instagram is Ashley underscore right 16. And yeah. Ashley (laughs) underscore right 16. Um, We'll chuck the link in show notes so that you can stalk Ash there. Uh, Get over, give her. It's 11. It's 11. It's not 16. (laughs) Where did you get bloody 16 from? I don't know. It's my, um, I know. <laughs> okay, let's Insta- do it. I've got two Instagram accounts, but my other Instagram I'm actually disposing of. I'm not using. Yes, it. I've told you this. It's too confusing. Yes, <laughs> okay, I know. so where is your Instagram? Uh, where is your Instagram? Well, it's on Instagram, Heidi. What is your Instagram, Ash? <laughs> um, Ashley underscore right eleven. Ashley underscore right 11. We will chuck it in show notes. Ash, I'm so proud of you. It's an honor to always stand next to you to be on this podcast. You are embodying champagne confidence every day and how you are teaching women to grow, show up and use their voice is so powerful. And yeah, I've loved chatting to you today. Thank you so much, Heidi. (laughs) Yay. Thank you so much for listening to Champagne Confidence today. The only way we're going to unleash inner champagne confidence in other people around the world is by you getting around the show. So if you are loving it, I would be so grateful if you could hit follow on whatever podcast app you're listening to and leave us a review. It would mean the absolute world. And please come and introduce yourself. I hang out mainly on Instagram at underscore Heidi Anderson. Love you lots.